Happy Divine Mercy Sunday. This is my favorite feast. Mercy is the undeserved gift of forgiveness. And God's mercy rains down on the church today and can truly change the most hardened of hearts. I've seen miracles happen on this feast day. I want to review the ABCs of divine mercy. A, ask for mercy. B, be merciful. And C, completely trust in Jesus. First, ask for mercy. Pray, pray, pray on this day. Don't waste this feast day. Bring to Jesus your family, those who are lost, those who've fallen away from the church, those who are sick, those who are discouraged, those who have died. If you take nothing else from this homily, commit today to praying the chaplain of divine mercy. Mercy is love poured into our misery. So give today, Jesus, all of your misery. Ask for mercy in your own life. On my 30-day retreat last summer, our retreat master said, God never wills our desolation. Our desolation comes from clinging to our misery. Turn it over to the Lord. Stop licking your wounds. Stop refusing to forgive yourself. Let it go. Jesus wants us to have joy, a fruit of his mercy. Now, be be merciful. When Nelson Mandela became the president of South Africa, his first objective was to bring healing to this racially segregated nation. So to do this, he established the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. The rules were simple. All you had to do was come before this commission, acknowledge your guilt, face your accusers, confess your crimes, and you would not be tried or punished. Well, there's a true story about a white policeman, Officer Vandebrook, who appeared before this Truth and Reconciliation Commission, and he had committed atrocities. He had gone into a village and shot an 18-year-old black boy, burnt the boy's body so that he would destroy the evidence. Well, eight years later, Vandebrook returned to the same village, seized that boy's father, lit, threw gasoline on him, lit him on fire, and killed his father as well. Well, at the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, Vandenberg confessed all these crimes and faced the elderly woman who had lost her son and her husband. And the judge asked her, what do you want us to do with Mr. Vandenberg? She said, first, I want Mr. Vandenberg to go to the place where he burnt my husband's body and gather the dust so that I could give him a decent burial. After all, that dust is all I have left of my family. Then she added, Mr. Vandenberg took all of my family away from me, but I still have a lot of love to give. Twice a month, I would like for him to come to the ghetto and spend a day with me so I can be a mother to him. And I'd like Mr. Vandenberg to know that he is forgiven by God and that I also forgive him. In fact, to show him that I forgive him, I would like to give him a hug. Now imagine this. As this elderly woman goes over to hug Vandenbroek, the entire courtroom bursts out singing Amazing Grace. Well, Vandenberg didn't even hear the words because he had fainted, completely overwhelmed by this woman's mercy. Be merciful. The path to freedom in our lives is to be merciful. Unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Unforgiveness makes our hearts grow bitter and hardened. 
Unforgiveness keeps us imprisoned and allows the person that hurt us to have power over us. In fact, when we brood over our injuries, we carry the person that hurt us with us wherever we go. Turn it over to Jesus. If you find forgiveness difficult, ask Jesus to do in you what you find difficult. Well, Officer Vandenberg no doubt entered that courtroom thinking he was going to face the wrath of that woman. Instead, he found mercy. Mercy is the undeserved gift of forgiveness. Here's the good news on Divine Mercy Sunday. That woman's mercy pales in comparison to our Father's mercy. Pope Francis reminds us the name of God is mercy. God is mercy itself. We see this in the gospel today. The apostles had abandoned Jesus in his hour of suffering on Good Friday, and now it's Easter Sunday. Jesus appears to his apostles, and his first words are not, where were you on Good Friday? His first words were, peace be with you. In those words, he extends mercy and forgiveness. On my 30-day retreat last summer, the retreat master talked about unilateral forgiveness. This is when we forgive someone before they can even ask for forgiveness. And if you read the Gospels carefully, you'll notice Jesus extends mercy before people can even apologize. Think about the paralytic lowered down from the roof. Before the paralytic could even confess his sins, Jesus says, your sins are forgiven you. How many of us, though, withhold forgiveness because we're waiting for the other person to apologize? That's pride. It's not the way of Jesus. Now, we see in this gospel this twofold move. First, the apostles receive mercy, peace be with you, and then they're commissioned to go forth and extend that mercy to others, to be ambassadors of mercy, to be merciful. Jesus institutes the sacrament of reconciliation. Well, this Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock, we have a Divine Mercy Holy Hour while four priests here hearing confessions. Think of confession kind of like that Truth and Reconciliation Commission. All you have to do is own up to your sin, confess it, and tell God you're sorry, and you will be set free. It's that easy. Finally, C, completely trust Jesus. One of my favorite stories from St. Therese, she tells the story about two little girls who were getting into trouble when their father was gone, and then they hear him approaching the house, opening the door. And one of the little girls jumped into his arms and told her father everything she had done. The other little girl, out of fear, went and hid. Well, the girl that jumped into his arms, who trusted, consoled his heart. But the little girl that was afraid, she broke her father's heart. What Jesus wants from us is our complete trust. Completely trust Jesus. Trust in the Lord's mercy. Completely abandon yourself to the ocean of God's mercy. This is how we console the heart of Jesus.